Hello and welcome to the Mom and Pop Podcasts. We are your hosts, Mark, Kat, and we're just the Mom and Pop trying to figure out this parenthood thing. So this week we wanted to talk about Mother's Day. You know, we were taking a walk with our baby Valerie like we normally do and just talk topic of Mother's Day came up, you know. Why do we even celebrate it? Where did it come from, right? Um, so yeah, we want to dive a little bit about Mother's Day. And yeah, just curious, like what does Mother's Day mean to you, Kat? I have uh, a lot of thoughts about Mother's Day and it's very conflicted How is it for me. How so? Um I get a little bit of context for me is that my mom and I had, you know, a, a very tumultuous and volatile relationship growing up. So mm. we experienced the high of highs and the lows of lows. So altogether, when I look back at my relationship with her, it's like both, I'm both grateful and yet I'm also have my skeletons in the closet. Like it, I'm, I'm, it's not all positive. No, n- definitely not rosy. Yeah. There is some bitterness. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I guess I could try to you know go over my history with Mother's Day, but I think what I really wanted to do mm-hmm. at this point was kind of talk about you know, where does Mother's Day come from? Because I think every year when I think on my relationship with my mom, I'm like, where did Mother's Day even come from? Like, Yeah. It is an interesting question. It's like, I mean, I think everyone understands that it's like a a day to honor mothers. Like, but why? And, you know, like, where does it come from? And, you know, I did a little bit of research uh, on Wikipedia and, the modern day of Mother's Day was actually first celebrated in 1908. There was a lady by the name of Anna Jarvis. She wanted to honor her late mother um, and she wanted to set aside a day to honor all mothers because this, this is really good. Uh, she believed the quote, she believed the mother is, quote, the person who has done more for you than anyone else in the world. And I was like, wow, that's actually pretty deep. And I totally agree with that. You know, like we should honor mothers. Um, Anyway, back to this history. It became a holiday in 1914, basically, to honor honor mothers. And I think in the Wikipedia page, the idea of celebrating mothers actually is not just a U.S. thing, but it's been in you know done around all different cultures in history many many years back. But anyway, yeah, like that quote is really interesting, right? The Mothers have done more for you than anyone else in the world. Now, obviously, this doesn't mean every mother did everything the most for you. Like, there are people that unfortunately didn't have the best relationship with their mothers. But I think, like, on average, yes, for every single person in the world, their mother has done the most for them than anyone else. Um, What do you think about that quote? Yeah. Yeah, I... I, uh... I guess I I see how much you do as a father for Valerie that I'm like, yeah, I do think that mothers do a whole lot 
right? Bring life into the world, but, and, and birth this child. But I also think that it kind of discredits the father's role mm-hmm. in the child's life. So I don't know. I, I have to say it's a little bit of an overstatement, mm-hmm. but I think what's interesting for me is that you said that Mother's Day, she, she came up with this idea back in 1908. So that's actually relatively modern, right? Like this wasn't, this isn't a, a holiday that was celebrated back into the ancient, you know, yeah. times. Well, there were like different ide- variations of it, but maybe not a specific day to honor mothers. Maybe that's more of a modern thing. Yeah. Right. So that, I don't know. So that's interesting. I don't know. So um, I keep saying, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, You brought up like a thought that I recently had because around our neighborhood, there's this random art center and they had this, they invited some artists who can like take residence right at this art center. And Mm. I noticed that one of her, her galleries was dedicated to like breastfeeding. Oh. I, I forgot what her name was, but, and I apologize that I forgot her name <laughs> was, but I thought, it, I found it really interesting because she was, they were asking the community to send in these, uh, like videos or not videos, but these suggestions of like all the problems in the world to have like, they wanted to film breastfeeding mothers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so kind of, to kind of, yeah. yeah so her, her art piece is to like honor to breastfeeding, honor breastfeeding and, and nursing it. exactly. And so she is filming all these different moms, like nursing and breastfeeding their children. And in the midst of breastfeeding their children, she wanted people, members of the community, to send in all the problems of society so that those breastfeeding mothers would read out that script. Really? And I'm like, whoa. While breastfeeding? Yeah, and I'm like, okay. it's kind of random. <laughs> I don't know why. Where, where, where would, it's does that idea come from? And so I was l- reading a little more into it and apparently there's some kind of Buddhist concept oh. that says you can, you can never pay a mother back for all that she's done for you and all the milk that she's provided for you mm-hmm. as a baby. And so I thought, well, that's really interesting yeah. because in this modern age, not everyone is breastfeeding. So right. I don't yeah, know I if mean, that applies to every mother. It's like but the idea of not just exclusively breastfeeding, but providing and for your baby, for your child. And I kind of agree with that sentiment. It's like, you can't actually repay what your parents do for you, what your mom do does for you as a baby. It's like you'll never understand it until you become a parent yourself, I think. Like we might have some very um you know, very faint portrait of what it might look like, a really small idea of what parenthood is like and what it takes to take care of a newborn child right but now that having going through it right now it's like there's no way valerie will understand what it took to raise her um but you know obviously we're not like expecting her to repay us not now at least maybe later but (laughs) no i mean um yeah I, i agree with that sentiment though that buddhist sentiment you just said and 
even what Anna Jarvis was talking about how a mother is the person who's done more for you than anyone else in the world. I think it's a pretty accurate statement, I think. Yeah. And you say this and yet I still think back at my mom's relationship with me and I'm like, I can't help but to think, and it, this is going to sound really selfish, but I can't help but to think, man, I think she could have done more, right? Mm. And I don't know if that's how a lot of people feel about you know, their parents. Yeah. But it's interesting to think that it's this job of parenthood is both gratifying and thankless at the same time. Yeah. Totally. And that was one of my fears of having a, ch- a child too, right? Because I was so critical of my own parents and I judged them so much for all their decisions that they made for my life and mm. all the sacrifices that I just can't imagine, like you know, raising if, this child yeah. and her complaining about the same things that I did growing up. Yeah, so. that's actually that, that will be an interesting topic for another episode. It's like, what can we take from what we learn from our parents and like apply that and also avoid some of the pitfalls that we grew up experiencing and you know just becoming better versions of our parents, better versions of ourselves. Um, obviously, you know we don't expect perfection from ourselves though, but yeah, you know that's interesting that you feel that way and. You know, I don't doubt that Valerie won't feel, you know, she won't. I don't think she'll feel that way about us. I hope not. I hope not, too. Yeah. And so that kind of brings me back to my conflict with Mother's Day. Mm. How do you... How do you celebrate Mother's Day with, like, perfect joy and happiness when mm-hmm. you don't feel super indebted to your your, your mother mm. or even father for father's day when you have such a broken relationship with you know either of them right. and you know being a second generation child having that language barrier between my parents mm-hmm. i couldn't have real talks with them and and tell them like this is how i feel about my my, my relationship with you that it is broken right and in their perspective they have sacrificed so much for me and in sacrificing all their time to work and making money for me, Mm -hmm. we never had time to like connect and communicate. And so they, I think everybody knows with first generation parents, ultimately their love language was acts of service and raising us and putting all that time and money into raising us. So uh, with that said, I don't think my parents fully understood or will ever understand, you know, how broken I felt from the relationship. So coming back to it, when it came to father, mother and father day, mother's mother's day and father's day, Mm -hmm. they felt like I owed them, you know, all the happiness in the world that's for that specific day. Right. Well, emotionally I was feeling detached. Yeah. That's interesting too. Cause I mean, some of those, expectations need to come from top down like as a child you, how are you s- supposed to know that oh mother's day is for xyz for honoring mothers for making your mom feel special if you know your mom doesn't kind of translate that or explain that to you like growing up we 
only way we'd be exposed to that is probably like elementary school or like our parents didn't grow up with it. So for them, it's like not necessarily something they would have thought about unless only because they live in America, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, in like an like another family's perspective, you know, I would imagine a child would want to or you know be expected to honor their mom or give them flowers or card because that's what they've been taught and you know like as for the sentiment and like the actual heart behind it obviously it's going to depend on the relationship and the condition of that relation the relationship between the the kids and the parents um yeah i mean like for me personally I don't remember Mother's Day being that big of a deal until maybe like middle school, high school. Maybe I just have a terrible memory. But, you know, it was like pretty typical, I'll say. Just like my mom, I don't think she told us like, oh, you have to do this. But it's like, okay, we sh- what should we do? And just get her a card and like a small gift or make dinner for her. Like, I think we start to do that more as we got older. And, you know, now as an adult and as a parent myself I'm like wow you know I want to do something nice for my mom because I understand better how much she went through for me and my brother you know um but so I thought about this a little bit it's like do we like why Mother's Day though why can't we just do it on a regular day or any other day right but I ultimately I came to the conclusion that Mother's Day is good because without it, I think by default, we won't do the nice thing for our parents or for our mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By default, you know, we'll just go on with our lives, you know, thinking about ourselves, what we need to do that day, what we need to do for work or friends or family, whatever, right? But now that there is a day, we can at least take a small break. Hey, mom, thank you so much. I love you. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Now, the idealist in me would be like, why can't you just do that any other day? You know, just here's a gift, mom, because just because. Not because it's your birthday, not because it's Mother's Day, but because I want to express my gratitude for what you've done for me, for all that, you know, you sacrificed for me. But anyway, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just kind of wrap it up like yeah i think i do think mother's day is a good thing and you know for you too i want to celebrate you um so yeah the, what are what are we gonna do for mother's day okay well <laughs> that's not even i'm not supposed to be asking you that right it should be i should be telling you what we're gonna do but i know it's it's a little disjointed right now just because there's so many thoughts yeah. popping up in my head right now as we talk about mother's day but uh so I I should say that earlier I was actually going I was having a bit of a panic because I think I think you downplay how much my mother-in-law actually cares about Mother's Day because mm-hmm. I think if if nothing happened on Mother's Day she'd go uh ballistic. She'd be pretty upset that no one did anything for her. So as a daughter-in-law, it's my responsibility to make sure that my husband is showing his gratitude to his his mom, mm-hmm. right? So this morning, I I wake up and I'm like, well, actually, every morning for the past two weeks, I've been like wondering, oh, what should I get my mother-in-law for for Mother's Day? And and 
you know, two weeks has gone by like so fast and I've lost track of the time that, you know, any other year stores would be open and I could last minute pick up a gift. Mm -hmm. And for some reason that did not register this year. So now I'm like upset with myself because all the stores are closed. So that means I cannot just like pick something up, pick something up yeah. like I might have done years before. And so today I'm like, oh, well, maybe I can pick up some like coffee beans or something or try to like online ship that, right? And Amazon has like two-day rush delivery, Prime now, right? Or mm -hmm. whatever. So I go on Amazon and then of course this alert message comes up saying, oh, due to COVID-19, there might be some delivery delays or shipping delays. Yeah. And I'm like, Darn it. Coffee is not uh, essential. It is not essential. No. Neither are Mother's Day gifts. So mm -hmm. all of you out here listening, it is now Thursday, yep. May 7th. I am telling you now that you're trying to get a Mother's Day gift for Sunday. You are out of luck. It is not happening. So, <laughs> you're going to have to create something yourself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, can't do something super thoughtful because I was also going to try to get like some pictures developed for her mm -hmm. of Valerie or whatever to show gratitude. And guess what? That's not happening either because I can't just go to Costco or I could go to Costco, but I might have to wait in a line yeah. to develop some pictures. And why would I spend hours doing that too? Right. So it all comes down to, okay, the most practical gift is a gift card, right? Mm-hmm can't go wrong with a gift card but it just feels so wrong to give gift cards yeah because it's like that last minute oh crap i didn't know what i was gonna get you yeah here's well, a gift card but mm -hmm. big problem is your mom's picky anyways so it was likely that i was gonna get a gift her i was gonna end up getting her a gift card anyways mm -hmm. which sucks though because years before it's always the same gift card so I'm like, every year I'm panicking, like, should I change it up a little? Yeah. And that is the daughter-in-law's dilemma. Mm -hmm. uh, which brings me to why am I so nervous when it comes to my mother-in-law? It's because in my family, we didn't really celebrate Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. I'd get my mom some flowers and then we'd call it a day because... My mom never really celebrated Mother's Day anyways because she'd just spend the whole day at church doing choir. And it didn't mean that much to her other than me, you know, thanking her with, with flowers. Um, and yeah, sorry, I'm like totally taking up the time right now. But uh, just to give like a little short story of why I, I really don't care about Mother's Day that much is that I'm pretty sure back in fourth grade, I, I made some allowance. I had some cash, extra cash. So I decided, oh, I want to make Mother's Day extra special. So I go to the mall and I pick out this bracelet, which I thought was really pretty. It had like little like purple bejeweled mm -hmm. dazzles all over it. And I'm pretty excited. I think I spent like 30 or $40 on it. And I'm like, well, this is really expensive. I spent a lot of time saving up money for this. Mm -hmm. So on Mother's Day, I, you know, give it to my mom super proudly and I'm like look I got this for you on Mother's Day my mom opens opens it up just like any good first generation Korean woman she gets pissed off at me how could you have spent my money on some crappy jewelry mm. never get this for me again on Mother's Day I don't appreciate it Man. and I was like 
scarred, right? Yeah. So after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to teach you a lesson and I'm never getting you a gift. And that kind of gives you a little bit of a window into yeah. my relationship with my mother. And so that's why I feel so blessed. Yeah, that's rough. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that just to empathize with you, you know, like, you put thought into that gift and to have that gift rejected in that way, I think it's really sucks. Um, but yeah, going back to what you were saying, I do still think that there is a good sentiment and you can still show a good, or what's the word? Like give a good thought or sentiment, even if their gift is a little late, like, Hey, Amanim. Hey, mother-in-law. Like, I was gonna get you coffee beans uh, and a, and a nice photo stuff of our family and Valerie on top of this gift card that I have with me now. Just gonna come a week later, two weeks because of the shipping or you know COVID nineteen. And I think she'll totally be down for that. Just FYI, throwing that out there. But see, that's where I think. <laughs> And I hate to do this and make it so dichotomous, but I'm like, this is where guys think these things are okay, and a girl secretly knows that it is not okay to really not have something ready and prepared because on the day of. Because mm. I think when you have something perfectly prepared on the right day at the perfect timing, it shows, you know, and how you much really thought, thought yeah, you it. really thought about. Yeah. You prepared, you came prepared. Exactly. Like and a you're boy saying scout or a girl scout. I know you always say that your mom's philosophy was if you didn't mean it, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. And I you know, going off of that logic, I just feel like when you give gifts, you know, days later. It's almost like you didn't really want to do it. Exactly. Unless there was like, you know, true technical delays, right? Yeah. It almost feels like, oh, this was, you know, why did you rush this? Or well, why didn't you rush it yeah. enough, right? I think you have a point. I mean, I think there should be grace all around. Like, I'm more of a, hey, that's okay, you know? And maybe that is a guy thing, like you mentioned. I think if I were her and you came to me with that kind of gift and told me, hey, these are going to be delayed because of X, Y, Z. And, you know, just life has been crazy these days. You know, I'll be like, you know, thank you so much. I'm, I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm excited to drink the coffee when it comes and enjoy the pictures when they come. Like, that's fine. That's just me, though. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> only you... I mean, not only you, but I think of all the people that I know... You're probably the most laxed about this gift giving rule, but Comes I. From my dad, dude, he does not care, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, it should just you should just be genuine. You know, like it shouldn't be like oh, I have to do this type of thing. Obviously, there's still gonna be some of that. Like even during Christmas time or someone's birthday, you're like, oh, I have to do, I have to get this or whatever. But, you know, I think even be, beyond the gift, like being present and spending time is just as important. 
like being intentional with that. Like if you have that opportunity and that it presents itself and you can be present for Mother's Day then and you know, show your appreciation through that way, then I think that's just as good, even better than a gift could be. Okay. That's so my love language, quality time, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But really to answer your question <laughs> It's so funny because we're talking about like putting into time, putting time into things and, and really like thinking about the gift giving and whatever. Well, actually earlier I kept thinking about, okay, what are we going to do for Mother's Day? What is it that I really want? Right. And I'm looking on the internet and I'm searching the, the designer bag catalogs and whatever and whatever's out there. And I realized after going through all these designer luxury goods that I didn't want something of monetary value. Uh-huh. <laughs> what did you want? I just wanted to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I thought I was being clever by saying that I wanted to be left alone, but I wasn't because later on I was on some mommy's chat thread you know, this text messaging thread that I have with my sister-in-law and, and, a, and a fellow church member. And one of the questions today was, what do you guys want for Mother's Day? And they both said the same thing. They just wanted to be, to be left, left alone. alone. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I lie because my sister-in-law actually said she wanted her husband to help deep clean with her. And I'm like, whoa, that's being a little, a little, a little generous with your time. Because I think what mothers really want is just... Alone time. Alone time, yeah. seriously. Yeah. I think you guys deserve it. I shout out to all the moms. You guys hopefully can spend some time alone during this weekend. Which what we are going to do is, and I t told her this earlier today, is on Saturday, because I think Sunday we might be spending time with our my family. Saturday... I told her I'm going to feed Valerie every, be, feed her every time, change her diapers every time, and then put her to a nap and basically take care of her the whole day, notwithstanding if there's some emergency and I need, can't just be there physically or whatever, right? Like I'm using a restroom or something. But anyway, that's right. what I told her I was going to do. And I'm, gonna I'm going to keep you accountable. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday, I'm going to do it. I'm going to. Basically, take care of Valerie for the whole day so you can play Animal Crossing, take a nap, go online shopping. I don't watch think some this can be done. Korean drama or totally. Heart Signal, whatever. There's no do way. Whatever you want to do. So, Saturday, and uh, we'll report back next time if this actually happens, but it will because I don't make empty promises. You know what's unfortunate though? What? Your birthday. Oh yeah, my birthday is always right either on Day. or right next to Mother's Day. Yep, it's a Very real exciting. travesty because not only are we going to celebrate Mother's Day, the next day all I now I have to think about what am I going to do for uh, you, and it just feels like a trade off, and that sucks. Maybe I just want to be left alone all day. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No. I'll get bored. Even if, even if you wanted that, that wouldn't be an option. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, 
This is fun. Uh, so this is one thing I want to just ask you before we wrap things up. And maybe this will add a lot, lot more time to this. But how has Mother's Day, like the idea of it, changed at all now that you're a mother? And has it changed at all? Like, do you expect more things out of Mother's Day for yourself or, you know, yeah. It's a good question. I think just because I've spent, you know, the past 30 years of my life kind of being not so excited about holidays in general, I'm kind of used to keeping it on the deal, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Not making too big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if... Mother's Day truly has this deeper meaning to me now that mm-hmm. I am a mother. Uh, and one of the things that I actually wanted to share was, you know, the reason why I, I've always kind of wondered how I'd feel about Mother's Day is because over the summer when I was pregnant, I was binge watching Working Moms mm. on Netflix. It's a pretty okay. good show. Good and show. I and I, it is o- a little over-dramatized, but I do relate a little bit with that show and and the experiences of the mothers. But I, I kind of looked into the director slash producer's bio and I was looking at some of the interviews that she had done and she wrote or she said in an interview that one of the reasons why she made Working Moms is because she didn't feel like there was like a good representation, mm. I think, of mother working moms on TV. And so anyways, long story short, she talks about how on her first Mother's Day, she had to go be on set to film something else. Mm. And I'm sorry, I, I might be butchering this story, but I think she said that her crew members were all males. Mm-hmm. And so... That morning she wakes up and this is Mother's Day and she can't spend it with her child, her first child. And she's in tears and she's bawling. And as she gets to set to the set, all the crew members are like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. And she's just so absolutely distraught about missing her first Mother's Day with her children. And, mm. you know, while I was pregnant and kind of skeptical about my relationship with my future children because I had a broken relationship with my mom... I I wondered that if if I couldn't spend Mother's Day with my own kid, especially my first one, would I be that distraught? That distraught, mm-hmm. and even eight months now into you know being a mother, I I'm still unsure. Mm. I'm not sure if I'd be super upset not being able to spend Mother's Day with mm. with my kid. But of yeah. course, I I won't know that, or hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I guess, yeah, it kind of speaks to how special Mother's Day is for her. And maybe she loved it growing up. And mm-hmm. it speaks to how it's not been that special to you. Um, maybe Valerie and I can change that. Which, you know, I tried to tell her this week dude, Mother's Day's coming up. What are you going to do for Oma? So unprepared, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, cool. Yeah. And I mean, 
that Father's Day, I don't know, it's in June, right? I haven't really given it much thought. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, want to have a spirit of appreciation in general, not only because it's a holiday, but just appreciate, you know, like what, because life is hard, you know, like, yeah, let's just be thankful, you know, not just because it's Thanksgiving, but let's be thankful. Um, Yeah, cool. So to wrap things up, um, we're going to do our segment about what our parents used to do. And my story at this episode is just based around celebrating holidays and you know our family didn't celebrate too many holidays because you know immigrant families these concepts aren't like super familiar but I do remember growing up like we used to celebrate Thanksgiving like cook the turkey um Xmas Christmas was not as we still met up with the cousins and gave presents and New Year's I think was actually more important because we would do the traditional stuff like um sebe or bowing to our elders and getting some money for that um yeah i think for me and for our children growing up like i want to continue some of these traditions at least to pass on like well there's two things like one is to preserve some of that korean tradition of like solar the lunar new year even though my family didn't really celebrate it but just to like commemorate it and maybe eat dakbuk or the rice cake soup um, and then also do sebe or the bowing thing to elders just to kind of like hey this is important as a Korean like culture thing like you want to bow to our elders and just respect them and the second thing is just to hopefully instill in our kids that you know family time is important and we want to make time for family especially during holidays because you know with not then when else are you going to get to spend time mm-hmm. with them you know mm-hmm. so yeah hopefully like you know our kids will learn to appreciate their extended family appreciate some of the holidays and even traditional holidays that we'll like celebrate together so yeah that's my things our parents used to do story of the week nice I mean, we don't have an excuse too, right? Because we're both Korean. We know the Korean culture. So hopefully we really do a good job of doing that. Yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, for me, so as I was saying earlier that I, we didn't really celebrate holidays. But the one thing that we did do was uh, my dad was a liquor store owner like so many other Korean Americans out there actually. And as you know, that lifestyle is really rough and he probably wouldn't come back from work until like midnight or one in the morning. So anytime it was someone's birthday or there was a holiday, he would try to at least end work at like eight or nine. Mm. And just for those few days out of the year. And, you know, who eats dinner at 9 p.m.? So there wasn't a whole lot of restaurants open, but you mm. know what restaurant was always open at In 9 and p.m.? Out. No. Oh. Denny's. I had a feeling you would say Denny's. No. Norms. Actually, okay. BCD. Oh, yes. Sundubu. 24, 24 hours a day, every day. 
there you go. So mm. every holiday and birthday, we always knew it'd be a 10 p.m. dinner at BCD. At BCD. Mm. And I definitely do not want to continue this tradition because I'm not trying to eat dinner at 10 p.m. <laughs> but I do want Valerie to have fond memories of you know, some kind of tradition mm. within our own family. Yeah. And for me, Sundubu has truly become this comfort food for me mm. because, I, I, yeah, we would do that every year. Yeah. So. yeah, maybe we can also do Sundubu not 10 p.m., but 6 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing about Mother's Day. Our beautiful mother, Catherine, our mother to my child and Valerie's mom, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate you. I by appreciate the way. you too, um, even though it's not Father's Day yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, listeners. Um, thank you so much for just uh, yeah, supporting. Uh, one of the things that we do want to do going forward is open up these things our parents used to do, stories to you. So if you can share with us something your parents used to do that you remember fondly we'd love to you know share that with the rest of our listeners and kind of gather some of these stories so yeah please i don't know what the where where you will be able to send these stories and either by email to me or her we'll figure it out we'll somehow uh let you guys know but anyway thank you so much um see you next time bye bye